Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're your Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be peppery, bitter, spicy, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi! Happy New Year, babes. We're here to talk about love after lockup. We are just going to commit that this is season four, episode 33, (laughs) and it's called Sex, Lies, and Prison Wives. Honey, yeah. prison wives, prison wives, and sometimes that prison wife, honey, that we, you know, that Chris told us about, I think it was Chris, in a last episode we never talked about was how to make a fake vaggie vag. Did you see that clip where he, nobody, oh, is it Chris or is it Michael where they blow up latex gloves? Did you not see this clip? No, I, I yeah, I think it's because I watch it on YouTube, so there are things that I miss, but go ahead and explain it. It's like one of those, you know, it's like one of those, they put these like 20 second moments of the show in between very long commercial breaks just to literally have people who are like fast forwarding, be like, oh, the show's back on. And they stop it to have like a tidbit and then suddenly it's a commercial again. And that's why they do it. I think it's like literally to trick people to watch more commercials. But in this tidbit, oh my God, my loves. God, I can't remember if it's Chris or Michael, which is hilarious because Chris and Michael, very different men. I just, it was a short segment. I know, I know. Um, But they blow up uh, like latex. These are guys that do this, I guess. Blow up up latex gloves and fashion it in such a way that the blowed up when it's with water, water balloony latex gloves get folded with a slippery substance added my loves and a prison wife is born (laughs) okay so honey making it work making it work now also chris in this episode does talk about hooch uh which i which i think is why it's michael who i think is talking about what i'm saying but in this episode the small segment that i'm talking about was chris talking about how he makes some prison prison alcohol out of tomato paste yes i saw that tomato paste and something and i was like Ugh. It tastes just like tequila. I was like, Casamigos, honey, Resposado, does it? Tomato paste? <laughs> I just can't imagine. And then they're like, you can't be hung over the next day because then the guards are going to either know or then you could get beat up. And then there's a lot of plotting that happens because people are bored. I just was like really, uh, really sad for, I was sad for, for that par- portion that Chris told us. And then the other portion that Mike told us that you can't hug your family and show love in prison because people will take advantage of that. Yeah, and that, I mean, awesome. listen, I get why that is, but it just is heartbreaking to hear that he, after years and years of being in prison and every time anybody coming to visit him, he had to, had to act cold to them so that he didn't have long lasting repercussions. And I'm pretty sure his family felt it and they probably didn't know why, 
Because I would be like, why, why are you being so weird? Like, I'm so emotional seeing you. I don't understand why you're acting like it's okay. And like, you know, you're tough. But it's because of that. Yeah. Bad. Because like right when they come out of that room, some asshole is going to be like, uh-huh, you knew your mommy. Was that you hugging your like, well, your hot daughter? We can, a billion fucking things could come out of assholes' mouths and then shit goes down. So, yeah. You well, know, it's funny because these weird moments where they kind of tell us about prison life is very intriguing to me. And it makes me think of what did we used to watch while like, God, what was that? Didn't I used to watch that docuseries all the time? That was just like, Oh, locked up. Anyone want anyone who's seen love after lockup? No, there was a show called lockup. Oh no. I've never heard of it. And then we'd be like San Quentin and it would be like, following certain inmates who had said yes to a docuseries at remember i feel like you know i used to watch this a lot remember because i like i feel like we watched ones that uh, one uh docuseries episode that was like a transgendered person talking about how the fuck that person has to like go through being in prison and this is like aughts that these ones are being it's like watching these episodes now there's no new episodes anyway i know what you're talking about i don't recall watching it with you but that doesn't mean i didn't i definitely watched it with like girls like teenage girls um where they were not teen yeah they were teenagers and then um how they talked about how they would usually they were offenders and they would go come back um so i've watched a couple of these so i do know what you're talking about it just makes me sad It, it humanizes someone like chris in a way that you know watching him on the show doesn't humanize him because we speaking of them let's start off with chris and gabby so we start off with them and first thing that this person says to her is i've got so much nut for you i'm so mad except that they both deserve i mean like i don't have to tell you they are a match made in hell i mean you know talk about repeat offenders those lips honey i can't yeah it's disgusting they're disgusting they're disgusting and they and they deserve their disgustingness together that's how i feel and you know who i i feel like her mom i feel like her mom just like watching her being like what the did i create i mean i can't look at you i'm so upset yeah no they're walking away he's saying that you know this whole time it's like he has 30 minutes to get before she has to drop him off to the halfway house so now it's like the game is on to like get it in in like 30 minutes you know what i'm saying it's like the mom is gone the sister's gone you know like obviously the bathroom thing didn't work and but or did work i guess depending on because <laughs> she's very much like i saw his dick i've already seen his dick i saw his dick i saw it, it was great yeah now, oh go ahead no i she's just like they sit and they get in the car and sit down he's like we got married and they're like, congratulations. You wanted a reaction out of us? Guess what? No. And the mother's like, well, I don't know why you got married. You could have just been your witnesses. That's weird. <laughs> it's very chill. It's very, very chill. Yeah. Um, so then they're in the car talking and she's and she he's like, I don't want y'all fighting. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I've been in the, the hole for a long time. I've been living by myself and I don't want to come out. I don't have a lot of anxiety. And I love the fact that he was able to kind of say that. Um, and I hate the fact that I'm able to say I love anything that Chris says um, because he's absolute garbage. But I like the fact that he's able to communicate in such a way. And then they drop the parents, the mother and the, the whatever off. And she's like, I can smoke a whole pound of weed right now. <sighs> I go smoke a whole gallon of weed. Like, she just, yeah. I mean, in my mind, I was like, why aren't you? 
Why aren't you? I mean, yeah, you should be snowed. I mean, in the sense of like, maybe because she's driving, I guess. Yeah, and it's like, a, it's an illegal drug in New York. At least last time I was there, it was like fully cr- cr- criminalized. Ooh. Okay, so the sisters are smoking tobacco and blunts. Yeah, tobacco and blunts. Okay. Mm. Um. Yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, she can't wait to get again rid of the mom and the sister, and we do. And then it becomes, you know, it the situation where how he's going to expel the nut that he has for her the love no the nut you know just you know it's like it's always interesting about sex right out of prison because like where people have been there's going to be like accusations of like whether he thinks that she has been cheating on her him and whether she's been cheating on wait i can't talk whether he's been cheating on her whether he's she's been cheating on him because like one thing is obviously like he's just like you know I talk to her and then 9.30 p.m. hits, honey, and those phones are off. So, like, whatever she's telling me, like, I'm just going to, like, tuck in. I have my onesie on. That baby is going to, like, Friday, Saturday night, just, like, waiting for you, boo. Like, you know, like, absolutely not. She hangs up the phone, just, like, takes off her onesie. It's just, like, a full hoe outfit. She puts on them fuck me pumps and she, like, traipses around, like, gets herself a new man. I mean, that's me. But whatever. God bless. Not me. But um, I feel like I just woke up and you were talking about something I had no idea you were talking about. Like, I don't know. I just had an errant thought about like your shirt and I was like, are we both wearing thermals? And then I come back and you're talking about walking out in a onesie. I don't know what just happened. I am wearing a onesie. I am wearing a onesie. Okay. Um, so he obviously wants to have sex with her. And then she tells him in this moment, like, oh, great. You, you, first of all, you already can't wait to have sex with me. On top of that, I'm going to put the cherry on topping my reinforced cherry. Oh, no, I got this sweet vag tightened. And I don't know. First of all, when she did it, we were all like, why do you have kids? And he also had the same reaction, which is just like, why do you keep effing with your lips? Get it? Yeah. Both lips. Both lips. Yeah, she he feels like it's really suspect. He's like, that's weird. Why would you do that? I've never heard no shit like that. And then she's like, because I want to be tight for you. And he's in his mind is like, oh, so you've been out here just. Yep doing large penises you just been out here letting running having folks running trains on you yes, so I mean, just, by the way the mom confirms it later as well. she's like she stays she's dated professional basketball players and when he she said that i was like oh that's why she had to get the vag thing the new york knicks the knickerbockers she's she had the the brooklyn is it the brooklyn knicks no it's the brooklyn one yeah. Nets. She was the net, honey, of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, she had the Brooklyn all, Nets. She had all the Brooklyn fishies in her Brooklyn net. Oh my God, she did. And then she had to get her net reinforced. And then she went to Hazel to do it. And then she tells her husband about it. And her husband's like, okay, that's what needed to happen. And so then they're driving and all of a sudden she's accusing him of not being a good husband. And I'm like, it's been two hours. <laughs> it's been two hours. Can you give him a moment? Not only has he just gotten out of prison, and I, I, again, am hating the moment that I'm even defending Chris because what she's talking about is wild. Talking about, you're not being a good husband. I did all this for you. And I do, 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 do. and he says that he, if he had known that she was going to put all of that money in her face, then uh, he wouldn't have given it to her. And he's really regretting giving out the money in the way he did. And, you know, we all have regrets. We get some money. We think it's a lot. And we want to do for those who we love. And um, we don't, we really don't know what they're going to do with it and how they're going to behave with it. And she obviously behaved like her age, just so stupid. Um, He's talking about, he just needs two pumps and a swirl. 
to give her whatever it is that she needs, which is again, another disgusting thing. So they find some place outside of the halfway house to have sex. I don't know if it's the bathroom of a drugstore. I'm not sure, but she comes out 12 minutes later and says her thing hurts. Her thing hurts and it's, and it's like burning inside. Now I think she feels weird. She feels funny. I think to myself, did not Hazel tell you to probably wait 72 hours before you had sex? Hmm? Did did not somebody warn you about that? Of course your thing is going to hurt. You put a hot poker up your vagina in order to tighten it unnecessarily. And she can't even say vagina. She can't even say my P-U-S-S-Y. She can't even say whatever. She's like, my thing hurts. <laughs> I wish she used the word noni. Wouldn't you have respected her so much if sad of the blue, she was just like, or Yoni, is that the word? Is it Yoni, Yoni, Noni, or Tootie? Whatever. Call it something. Tootie? Tootie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad. Confields. <laughs> <laughs> <Concealed>. No. <laughs> okay, well, um. So, yeah, like the she feels uncomfortable it's not really something you want to hear after you've had sex you know like and definitely this is the episode where like a lot of people have sex so it's just like a lot of people are saying things this is not one of the good or better things to have be said to you right after which is that she's feels weird she's like um i don't know what's happening in there but it doesn't feel good um so then yeah you know they get to the halfway house and she drops him off and then we lean into the fact that matt sharp loves a device, honey, and we've seen it a lot. And the device is a secret. She has a secret that no one knows. And she can't keep it from Chris anymore because she could keep it from him when he didn't live with her. But now that he's going to live with her, how is she going to keep the fucking secret? So this is, okay, so this is the best part. So this is, I think, when this scene happens, I'm so happy. So then she goes to Wait, a drugstore. Can, reenact- can, can, can we do a reenactment? Yeah. yeah, yeah Who do you yeah. want to be? Who do you want to be? The mom. Okay, great. I'll be Gabby. And, okay, let's set it up. So background. She uh, goes to her mother's drugstore job. And we first walk in and we see her mother and her mother's boss. Her mother has a clipboard in hand as though she's doing some kind of inventory. And uh, the boss is like, oh, okay, I'll go ahead and leave it to you. So I'm Gabby. Gabby, by the way, wearing Burberry drop, a Burberry like uh, bucket hat and like Burberry print. <laughs> Believe mm-hmm. me, we don't think it's Burberry, but it's that Burberry mm-hmm. print, okay? And matching Burberry top. Okay, go on. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. How are you? Good, Gabby. Are you here for a reason? Yeah, I just wanted to come see you. I haven't seen you all. I want to come see you. All right, Gabby. Well, I'm at work. You know I'm at work, so. Um, so I have something to tell you. I didn't oh, tell God. you. Oh, God. I better like it. What? Chris got out three days ago. I don't want to hear about this. I don't care about it. I don't, I don't like it. And we him. got married. We got married. I'm married. I was married now. I was married. You know what I'm checking off on this list? Not having a daughter anymore because you're disgusting. No, you make the worst choices, Gabby. No, 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 honey. I'm not ordering any more of you bad daughters to this CVS store. I've told you, you're dumb. (laughs) 
I've told you over and over again to your face how dumb you are, how dumb your face is, and I can't believe I had to do it again. Ma, I paid a lot of money for this face. How dare you say my face is dumb? I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to tell me. You have a lot of problems, Gabby. I'll tell you things. I know my daughter. And one thing about my daughter, she loves getting run through by many different men. I mean, professional basketball players. She's not going to stay with no Chris. No, not going to be with no Chris. Well, right no, now no I want to stay with Chris. Right now I don't want the basketball players. I want Chris. He's my husband. So I need you to respect that, okay? Hey, Gabby, what's that file folder you brought into the CVS with you? Oh, I have something else to tell you. Ugh, what is it? Here. Ruffle, 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 ruffle. I'll hold your clipboard. Make sure I have all of the Garnier Nutrices in aisle four I need. Go and get yourself some some important job here. Let me see uh, this paperwork. I <gasps> just have to put... Yeah. Oh! No, you got a lot of problems. Here you go. That's not me, honey. That's you. I guess I'll get myself a lawyer. I guess and I'll... Yeah, I was gonna say I'll get. I guess I'll get myself some more Q-tips in aisle five. You know, I don't know, but God bless. What's in? The, okay, so you're welcome. That was way too long. What was in the file folder? First of all, it was perfect. Secondly, yes. I have no idea. She's I can't even for imagine. She says okay. you should get yourself a lawyer, yes. and I'm like, what these legal forms could possibly be? No idea. Okay, I think she's being served. She got served. And I don't mean like in like a fun way where she has to do a dance battle. However, she couldn't if she had to. I mean, those lips weigh you down. But I think that I either wonder if she's getting sued for money, like money back, or for some like scheme that she has done. I mean, first of all, whenever anybody just like opens up something and reads like legal documents, I always think to myself, how do you even know what they're even saying? It takes me like three times to like read something to tr truly understand what's happening. And then mother reads it in five seconds and is like, oh, Gabby, you should get a lawyer. Also, like, what are you doing here? And it's like, miss, ma'am, you are miked. You knew she was coming yesterday. 24 hours notice. Okay. Producers read out to you and your boss. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's where we end with them. You guys. Let us know. Give us five stars if you, to indicate that you watched this far. <laughs> you know what? I five stars if you indicate you watch the show. <laughs> you watch the show. Tell let us know. Five stars would a review would actually let us know you watched the show. Love after lockup. Uh, that's how we know. You know what happened is that my brain exploded and I forget that this is a podcast and not a YouTube because I I did YouTube earlier. So like all I'm like is like leave a comment down below if. But no, this is not that. Um, however, join Patreon if you <laughs> want to tell us what you think. The... Or you go to our Instagram, but we'll talk more about that. You know, the next couple is I can't even I can't even talk about them. Like I don't even know what to tell you about this couple. Like everything they gave us this this segment, I was like, this is it's um it's rude that <laughs> you you know. How do you, how do you do, how do you do it? This is one of the reasons why I didn't want to like talk about the show, I think. Because, wow. okay. because, okay. So what's real? What's not like, who do you hang your hat on? Everyone is crazy. You know, like, oh wait, we didn't tell them who we're talking about. It's Derek Monique and Monique. Derek. Yeah, yeah. Monique and Derek. Monique and Derek. Derek and Monique. You guys. So this is what I have a problem with is people acting like they bout it bout it when they really ain't. 
I hate it when someone says, hey, if this person does this, I'm going to beat their ass. And then the shit happens and no asses, I get beat. Okay? <laughs> okay. Bitch, don't cash a check. Your mouth can't balance. What's the, what's the statement? I don't know. Und? Don't don't write a check your no, mouth can't cash or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, girl, but like Monique made it seem like if the family showed up and they came out guns blazing that she was about to meet them. No, ma'am. She sent her big sister to do it or her. I don't know her little sister. I don't know. She sent Chalandra over there to handle that mess. And I mean, it really was just. They were going to a funeral, were they not the family? Okay, yeah, this family rolls up right from the beauty salon, all of them. Everything is freshly done, honey. Lashes, uh, hair, I mean, and they all, I mean, it was like a, a long affair. They came right from it. Yeah, they're, they're wearing a funeral. I mean, one, there's two, okay. There's two sisters that we really, like, get talking to at first. And then later on, we realize that the people who were in the car, there's, like, other people in the car. We don't know. It's like, you know, his, like, brother, maybe, I don't know. Like, a lot of people, it's actually a clown car of his family members, okay? But in the very beginning, it's just two sisters one sister is tiny one sister is a little bigger the tiny sister is wearing a, a dress where it looks like the straps she's supposed to have straps and they broke right before and so <laughs> the entire time she's like oh my god this he has you know a, he has another sister with a very low voice i mean frida this is what it is the, the sister was the frida like I was just like, oh, Krita. That's all I kept hearing. And I was like, wow. Also, that sister veneered the house boots down. Okay. Veneer boots the house down. She was so happy to show off them pearly whites. It was amazing. Now, listen, you say that they were dressed to the nines, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna combat that and say that. Monique and her sister had the same amount of makeup on. They just weren't dressed as though they were going to a funeral. Think about Monique and her sister if they were wearing dresses or like fancy, like, you know, whatever. They're wearing the same. This is like standard black girl attire. I, I love it. I am now in a mode in my life where I can see like a certain culture or demographic or group of black girls. This is what they're going to have. They're going to have eyelashes that are too much. They're going to have eyelashes that are too much. Okay. <laughs> what they're also going to have is baby hairs and a weave, a, a leave out or a wig. They're going to have that. Nails are going to be did and they're going to be long. There's going to be a hoop earring, possibly a nose ring or a ring right in here. And this, this, not your lip, but like right below your, like a beauty mark ring. Okay. There's going, there might be some brows there might not but they most likely will be a brow and that is standard black girl high fashion right now right it is like not all it's just like a certain group but like there's going to be some gold jewelry might be silver if you're trying to say something do something different you want to try and say silver i don't know what i was trying to say he's trying to say something or do something different but silver is what i meant to say (laughs) if i didn't say it Um, so that is what, that is what is happening. So to me, Monique and her, they're, they're all dressed, they're all looking the same. They're just dressed in different clothing. And Monique is like, oh, they're just going to sit in the car because here's the truth. If we, if we're not going to take this play by play, the way we would take the family Chantel's and River and, uh, uh, Pedro's fight is we need to see who did what first. 
And they were in their cars with their tinted windows, couldn't tell who it was, not nary a person. And before this, we've got a soundbite of Monique saying that if they want something or they whatever, she's going to beat their ass. Like, this is what it is. She's already coming with aggression for no reason. And then they sit there and Shalandri's like, do you want me to go say something? And Monique is like, uh, and Shalandri's like, I'm gonna go say something. So she like marches over there to go start the fight. So they get out of the car and she's like, so <laughs> Shalandria, can you chill? Can you chill? Like it is, it is irrational for you guys to be as upset that you are, that his family showed up. Yeah. And then Monique tries to be like, well, you, where have you been for the last X amount of years? The truth is, is when a grown ass man chooses to commit a crime and put himself in jail, he should not expect or feel like his family is obligated to give time out of their lives to support him or take care of him or write him. Like, listen, I know it sucks. And unless you, unless Derek was in the streets trying to take care of his siblings, and that is the reason why he went to prison, a direct re re um, reason, I could see that being a thing. And where you're like, okay, you put yourself out there on the line, you got caught up, and now us as your family, we're going to continue to support you. But if he was just out there in the streets being a little badass, and you got caught up, life goes on. And I think that Michael gives a really good example of that when he says that it's like being in jail is like the walking dead or the living dead. It's like people act like you're dead because they don't talk to you. And you don't you don't talk to them and you're in this place where everybody's like stuck and life goes on without you. And so for Monique to like to true as an adult be like, oh, well, now y'all want to come around. I'm like, Derek is the eldest of them. Your little siblings are not responsible to keep in contact with you when you go to prison. Yeah, it's it makes no. It's it's actually yeah. It's incredibly weird and rude for her to say that. And it, and it's like, I'm not gonna. Okay, there. Monique is not um, a sensitive, empathetic character. I don't like her. I don't care what she looks like. I don't care what she is. She is weird and insecure, and weird. <laughs> and I. I feel like her energy is such that if I was a sisters and came out of the car, I'd be like, I can't believe we have to be filming and have to understand that this is like what it is. Like we can't even say anything mean, you know, like super mean, you know, okay. like, but they do kind of, they try not to, but they do, you know, like it's a shade. So, okay. So let me just say this. Obviously it's like the sisters are there. Then the, the sisters are there. I'm sorry. Monique and her sister are there. They see the car, it, the, keeps pulling around and then of course the con they pull over the conversation that Wa says happens and then the sisters leave and then they're like just kidding you know like he would really want us to be there when he gets out so then Moni comes back right to this like highway off the highway grassy knoll that's where this all of this is going down which is like the you know because always happens like in weird places okay so then he comes he, he comes out he gets out you know and he comes out and he has to then like go up to Monique in the big moment of like, what's he going to think of Monique? Because Monique doesn't really showcase what she looks like in all the pictures. Catfish. She catfished him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is very nice and into it. You know, he's like, in the, he like hugs her and like that. In the confessional, he's like, yeah, uh, she's bigger than I thought she was going to be, but she's a BBW. I knew I was getting into. She talked about it. 
people some people are into it and i'm cool with it he then brings monique over to the family hugs all his family members and this is when the clown car comes out where i'm like oh my god there's another brother there's like so many people that like yeah there's a lot of people in this car they all come out and then he individually goes around and says like uh sister this is monique monique this is my other sister monique this is my brother monique you know and then he like tries the best to like have all of these people like each other which is weird because what we truly learn is this Derek wanted his family there Monique made Derek promise not to have his family there for some stupid reason so then Derek was like okay no okay okay they won't be there for the initial meetup what ended up happening is that they came they showed up because they're like, we're not going to not see our older brother who's been nine years in prison for this girl we have no idea about. Monique is so insecure. And I can I can see from her perspective why, because she said later on that she was having anxiety about meeting the family and meeting him because, I mean, she knows she catfished him. She knows that <laughs> she knows that she led potentially led him astray. And Derek is really, really gracious about it. And we absolutely love the fact that he's so gracious about it. He then gets into the car with um, Shalandria and Monique. I love the fact that he like immediately went to her and hugged her. And then the, the siblings get into the car. And one of the cutest moments is that uh, Aubriana, the sister, the, the smaller sister, she... She has a son and she's like, here's your, here's your nephew you never met. And I was like, oh, okay, this is super sweet. So, but the whole time, like Elizabeth and Abriana are just talking so much shit and they post something on Facebook or Instagram and somehow Shalandria and uh, what's her face get wind of it immediately. So I'm like, oh, so you was following them. Imme I mean, immediate as if it was texted right to them, as if the sister was like, here, this is what I think about you right now. Like or tagged her or yeah. tagged her, my loves. Like I mean, it happened real fast. And yeah. Basically, it was a picture of her, like kind of like blurry, and being like, "Can't believe this is like what my brother." Yeah, like you spend nine years in preg pr in prison and you come out to this. Blech. Like that was what happened. And I just like, yeah. I mean, Elizabeth was being real petty because Miss Mama, you ain't the tiniest uh, doll in the shop. Number one. Number two. Number two, that's all I'm going to say. So like you really, I mean, I just feel like you can't be throwing stones. Like you cannot be th throwing stones. I would have, if I were Monique, I would have clocked her for them teeth hundred percent. Like I would have been like, hmm. I, I think that, you know, I think there's some, I wonder if there's something that happens like, you know, where you're like, oh my God, what can I say on camera? What can I not say on camera? You yeah. know, like for both these people, for both, you know, for both these people, it's just this society oppresses certain demographics mm -hmm. and both mm -hmm. of these people come from a very oppressed demographic that is yeah and so but yeah then we're just watching them attack each other so and not be able to yeah. say like, the worst thing they could possibly say yeah whatever so yeah it is dropped out is my wi-fi anyway i don't know yeah like um don't worry it wasn't noticeable like i literally watched it happen and it was like hello hello <laughs> america hello my baby hello my ragtime gal like <laughs> what you to know so um we get to the barber shop and he's like i ha and haven't had anybody touch my hair in such a long washed time because it. he hasn't washed it 
Yeah. yeah. So he hasn't had anybody touch his hair in a long time, which I mean, for someone who has locks, like, you know, people go a long time without getting locks done. Um, and so, cause he didn't want anybody in there touching his hair. And I said to myself, Oh, it's cause you didn't want to sit in between any other man's legs, huh? That's true. That's true. I also feel like he said there was no good products, which I understood too. Like, you know, yeah. I've never had lo- dreadlocks and like, so, but you know, I don't exactly know how you wash them, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's gently, you know, either you really, obviously you run water through them and whether you. It's the same way. You wash them this exact yeah, same like way. A little bit. You, you want, I, I think you'd want like a, well, I don't know what happens in prison. if you have bar soap. Like how are you going to mm-hmm. bar soap dreadlocks? You know, it's going to ruin yeah. your dreadlocks. I guess is what I meant to say. Like, yeah, obviously, if you have luxury shampoo and can do a little gentle cleanse, you know, like the ideal. But but I mean, like, the, I mean, well, traditional like Rastafarian dreadlocks, like you just wash them in like the ocean or what? Not the ocean, but like it's a very natural way of washing your hair. You know what I'm saying? Like Americans are the ones that like do very like go get your locks retwisted every certain amount of time and like put product in it and stuff. So I can see what he was saying. So he needed to get like some uh apple cider vinegar rinse he needed to do like several layers of stuff so she takes him to the back to get his hair done and then the two families sit across each other like capulets and montagues and they're just like montagues and they're just like talking to each other and i just was like every everyone's trying to backpedal like elizabeth is like so you wanted to be selfish Mm -hmm. and keep my brother to yourself and she's like, no, it's not about being selfish. It's just that I knew I would have a lot of anxiety with meeting him. And I didn't want to compile the two together. And I said, then why didn't you just say that? Why was that not the narrative the entire time? And then they were like, okay, well, then there's this. And we haven't seen him in a long time. And if it were me and I were in prison, regardless of how often I saw my family, I would want them there. And then they just went back and forth where they just, I don't know. It was just like, Monique says that her reaction was taken out of context. And I'm like, no, it was the, the, when someone takes something out of context, it's when they watch or listen to a clip of someone talking about something and there, and there's a whole other conversation. That's when you take something out of context. But when you are in front of someone and you make certain comments and say things like, where were you for the last two years? There is no way that they can take that, in fact, out of context because they're there to witness the whole conversation and the context. So I'm going to need you to stop saying things that you don't understand what you're saying. Like, girl, they didn't take your reaction out of context. You said what you said. You threatened to beat them up, which you didn't, and you sent your sister over to fight. And then you were like, oh, well, let's go. As soon as they said something about your weight, you jumped in the car and rolled out. Like, you didn't even confront them on it. Shalandra was like, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh Uh-uh. And she was like, come on, let's go. Let's go. And I'm just like, we're just seeing a deeply insecure person try to act like they're not insecure. Mm -hmm. And I just am like, I am not here for it. It's annoying. You know, it reminds me of last year, uh, love during lockup. It's kind of like, oh no. Once, once the season ends, honey, who was she with? Where she, where she was, that um, curly haired girl had become the power of lawyer against that guy that always looked like he, his mugshot was airbrushed. Oh Yeah. Dari and uh-huh so yeah <laughs> yeah no uh so again the crux is this she told Derek that she wants 
to be just him and he was like yeah okay i want that too but then he told his mom and or sorry it's his family like oh no, i totally want to see you it's just her it's her she doesn't want you know guys so then he has to now come out of the back room and like square up and he does he's they're like see derek did you want us there did you want us there and like you know and he's like yeah i'll be honest i wanted both of you there i wanted both of you there but monique who's my girl said this thing and so yeah i wanted to make her feel comfortable but no i i truthfully wanted both of you there and then shalandria was like well see that's the shit i'm talking about you can't even be honest with what it is that you want and then you put my sister in a situation looking dumb and i'm like shalandria you have a great point but this is not the time like the truth is is that a lot of people do this a lot of people are unable to truly say what it is that they want and stick by their guns the problem I have is that Derek didn't man up to it in the same way that Monique doesn't man up to it. When she tells Shalandria all the shit that's going on between her and Derek and then doesn't understand why Shalandria doesn't like Derek, it's the same thing. It's like Derek wasn't honest with his family. He wasn't honest with Shalandria, uh, with um, Monique. And so he tried to ride the line. And then at, at the end of the day, he had to end up like just owning up to whatever it is that he was feeling. And it, and, and Monique, came out negatively impacted due to that. So the family are like, you know, we're fine. We're just having a conversation. And so then he's like, all right, I'm trying to go have sex. So oh, I know all the best for all of y'all. And the so they, like... get to the... <laughs> yeah. they get to the hotel and Shalandria is immediately like, Derek, go get a cart. Like she, <laughs> she hates Derek. Yeah. She hates him. And um, and I just think, why do you hate Derek? Why don't you look at your sister for being a dumbass? Um, so they get inside the hotel and Shalandria pulls Monique aside and is like, hey, girl, like, truthfully, if you need help, blink twice. You know where your family is. You know, we love you. We know we care about you. You don't have to stay here and do anything that you don't want to do. And she's like, uh, I'm trying to go be with my man. Yeah, she, yeah, like, so Shalon's like, okay, I have a 5 a.m. flight. I will never, like, I'm leaving, you know, like, and her sister, she doesn't even, by the way, no, like, hey, sis, thanks for coming. This has been really weird. What a weird day. And thanks for having my back. And thanks for also coming out. And it sucks that you have a 5 a.m. flight. You're going to have to wake up so early. Also, what airport has 5 a.m. flights? So many. <laughs> I, I avoid them at all costs. But, like, yeah, the, the sister's like, let me get a room close to them. Monique's like, no. So it's just like, I, I really do feel like Monique is really selfish and uh, she didn't buy any gifts for her nephew and she's not a likable character. Mm -mm. Yeah. And it's going to be hard to support her throughout this because she is an asshole. You know who and also didn't like her? The, the front desk check-in person because <laughs> they gave them a full-size bed. Full? No. Yeah. How do you know that? I used my eyeballs. Oh my god, you could tell. So anyway, so um, they get in, they get in the room. So like, there's like a me a couple of the in the room times. Like you know, this is Ashley and Travis who we're gonna go meld into has another like, let's get it on in a hotel room kind of thing. And you know, like Derek takes off his shirt. He's very hard, you know, like, and Monique's like, oh, you know, you kept making me buy small size clothes. And so this whole time I literally thought you were like, it was a Gumby. I thought maybe I would just like be having sex with like a very stringy Gumby person. But you know, you have like some, you do have a physique to you. Just say, just a little compact 
physique. And he's like, you know what? For me, just like smaller men, just like being with a bigger woman, like being with a taller woman, like it makes me want to like make sure that she's satisfied. Just have to go in there and really make sure that like my height is, you know, like not my shortcoming, you know? What, what? That's what, that's what short men think. That's what he said. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. That's great. Also, that's what they think. Um, because I'm a short man, so I know. Hee hee hee. Inside. Uh, anyway. So, uh, yeah, like, they get, you know, like, they, they, they love, the, okay, they love this transition shot. Okay? They, this is what they always going to It's going to be like, they start kissing. It starts getting hot and heavy. There's going to be audio sounds that the volume gets turned up for okay and then there's gonna be a slight music and then they're gonna be like wait 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 you all have to leave now and then like they're gonna go like chase the cameraman out of the room be like you've had your fill it's almost like they get sit down and like okay you're gonna give us a good five minutes of smoochy smooches and moochy mooches and then kick us out but you better not you better give us those five minutes of smoochy mooches the last thing I recall seeing is him jumping on the bed and her like going to kiss him, like go sit and get on top of him and kiss him. So, I mean, I hope they had a good time. Um, she is nervous about being naked, but I'm like, girl, who's not, we could already tell. Yeah. And who's not, who's not, but also we like, you're, you're not hiding anything. We like, we could already, we know what's happening. So he knows what's happening. You're fine. Um, next couple, that oh, I mean, there's just my favorite. Just my favorite. Ashley and Travis loves. I mean, can you biggity believe like that? We get to just feast on this. This is good TV. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to fill in some of the blanks because I didn't get some of the things. Right. Um, if you can see by my notes, there's some probably it's very very small, um, and I think it's because I watched it online that I didn't see everything. So. He's out of prison. They're driving down the street. And uh, he says that, wow, it's really bright out here. I'm used to just seeing muted tones. I'm used to seeing blue as the only primary color available. And all of a sudden out here, I'm seeing green. I'm seeing secondary colors. I saw, it's a Roy G. Biv like situation. Okay. Yeah. That's right. And uh, I was like, girl, get your man some sunglasses. And then um, he has a big head. He's not ugly. No. But he's definitely giving Aryan Nation. Oh. yes oh i mean you know this is like okay i so when he was in prison well he was right like you don't i mean here's the thing it's like yes this is the sad i think that's okay (laughs) this is gonna yes yes you're right white in prison if you are a white man in prison unless you can really get into authentically giving head what no i would say like giving that you and where you are from and and like friends are of us of different races than you yeah no you can't do that in prison apparently like in prison you have to join this tribal it's very factiony it's very group it's very human nature and uh yeah so he uh is an active member of the Aryan nation (laughs) but it's crazy because would every white man on the show then have to be though? Like, if you're well, prison, the thing right? is though, like, not all of them stay super long in prison, and like, I think it's because he stayed so long in prison. But the thing is, is like, how does he look like that? Because Travis doesn't look like a member of the Aryan Nation. 
I think he does. Oh. oh. Wait, we just got done saying he does. Oh, I'm sorry, not Travis. Nathan. Oh, who we didn't even write notes about. I, a little bit. I wrote a, the littlest amount of notes. Yeah, I just them. don't care about them. He seems like mm. such a hippie. I know because he, yeah, you're right. He wasn't in prison as much. And it, you're right. So there's, and he, because he has hair also, he has like a lot of hair. You know, listen, there's a couple of things that, you know, like give Aryan Nation a little more like scariness. And that's like a person with less hair and more tats, like face, you know, whatever, whatever the Aryan Nation look is. Also, uh, Travis is a very small mouth. And there's also something about small mouthed white people that I find scary. Yeah. There's a scary feature to a small mouthed person. I don't mean to just say white. I'm trying to think if it means other things in different, but like, no, it's, it's stern. There's a stern, it's a sternness and small mouthness that makes me feel uneasy. It's an uneasiness. Um, Okay. So here we are. So, he, you know, he's been in prison for a long time. He can't even get around the fact that an iPhone, like, also takes pics. So he's like, let me take a picture of you. <laughs> She's like, she knows it's going to be a horrible angle. She's like, don't you fucking dare. She's like, driving. I wouldn't have let him. I'd be like, oh, my God. I would have, like, jumped out of the car. He would have been dead. You know what I'm saying? I won't let someone take a picture of me that close. But he does. You know, he doesn't know how to use it. So he does that. And, um, you know, like... They also talk about the fact that they're about to go to her house, which she is a working woman, has built a whole house, has a whole life, has a dog. And the dog, of course, is being taken care of by Martin. Martin being her neighbor, my loves, who is storing nuts for the winter, one nut in one side of his cheek. And it's been there since, like, the winter of, like, 97. Okay, so I'm not quite sure what's happening there, but he is someone who lives next to her, who she, I feel like, likes having a lap dog, literally, to take care of her dog, ha ha ha, but a lap dog to come to her. I think everything about Ashley to me, and this is allegedly, but my soul screams that she drinks a lot. You know, it's a it screams to me. So it feels like intrinsically Martin comes over. He waits for her to drink enough for him and her to hook up or whatever. And he's always there. She kisses him on one side of the mouth. You know what I'm saying? God bless. So they're, you know, obviously excited to go uh, see her house, but they're going to stop off and um, to a hotel and he is going to get the one, two punch. Now I'm really happy for him. Now people as they come out of prison, always are talking about, how horrible the food is we know this of course it's horrible being in prison and the food is atrocious you know and travis talks about the fact that like there is some meat product that they use that's like has all the things in it and then pushed together and it's like meat you know it's interesting we we you know we value food really terribly in america you know like we are so badly behind in the regulations that we have for the fda in a lot of obviously we're better than other countries but there's a lot of like countries that demand more from their food manufacturers and companies than america's does so um we have more, more problems, more like chemicals in our food and, and thusly. And especially also the food then that we then give to kids in elementary school has notoriously always been shitty. And the mm-hmm. food that we give army people has notoriously always been shitty. And of course, the food that we give incarcerated folks is not even food. 
you know, like none of it. So it's, it's, I, I think about that sometimes. I don't know. The industrial revolution, this is a whole other thing, <laughs> but a tangent, don't worry, I'll get back to it. No, tell us about the industrial revolution, the revolution please. really changed the way in which we viewed food and to make it the ease and of processed food and the cheapness of that trun like trounces or whatever that word is the food we can basically just grow from the ground and just have right there like it's you know like if, so prisons have land and we and we can't just like have gardens in the prison and 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 have prisoners work the fields like you know and learn agriculture and 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 you know how to get crops and then how to like take the produce and cook like is there a way in which we can transform prison systems to not only have prisoners have job skills but also have better nutrition inside anyway moving on so the point of the story i just think is that we would we would have to give away with capitalism there's no way that we could have that kind of thing without capitalism i don't think oh i disagree but anyway i don't think capitalism is the i i think that it, we i think that there is just because i think that there's still capital I mean, you're still gonna have to like have soil that's a, a, a corporation will bring in buy soil or whatever like the seeds are still corporation seeds. It, I think that anyway. Well, this is a whole different topic. What I want, what I'm bringing this up, why is because Travis got two things, honey. He got pizza and he got pee pee. You know, pussy, pussy, pc Pizza and pussy. So they go to the hotel. It's a it's a nice hotel. You know, like one thing about Travis is he's not used to nice things, and one thing about Ashley is he she can provide nicer things to Travis. So everything is like brand new. Even the colors. Obviously, was of the colors, but the hotel is like, oh my god, this hotel and like the shower, everything, the pizza that comes. She wants like boink. She's wearing clothes, honey. That did she just do a yoga class? We know she didn't, but she dressed like she had just come from yoga class. I mean, leggings. And they're like, you know, also horny and also they want to have sex. And but like the, they have the wherewithal, they have to take a shower first, which not everyone for some reason has that wherewithal, which is horrifying, but true. She takes him in the shower. He's going to shower first, but knock, knock, knock pizza. And he goes out, gets a bite of pizza. And now she's like, Travis, what are you doing? It's like, just running, you know, <laughs> but listen, I get it. That's fresh fucking pizza, fresh pizza. You know, then he like now he has just like the marinara mozzarella garlic mouth. He's gonna go and make out with her, but, and she's gonna be happy about it. They both, yeah. They both I mean, it. why didn't she ask for a piece of pizza too? Like she has to understand that that it was very important. Um, and he, you know, they have a little balcony scene where they're drinking Bud Light on the balcony, and he's really like just very grateful for the view, and then they like christen the room and the only thing i can think of is just like jizz everywhere you know yeah and <laughs> the next morning um she comes in he comes in with coffee for her and she's like oh. thank you so much. I know. i'm like bitch stop it you're on tv <laughs> you like, like you just you would you, you shared a pizza and fucked all night she said it was great they're all like oh the sex was great sex was great but she acts she always looks like she's hung over honey i mean she looks like what um <laughs> she looks like what no she looks like what chris told us that he can't look like in prison but she, that's how ashley wakes up every morning you know just like reeking of like tomato paste liqueur no i'm just kidding i don't know <laughs> so then they go <laughs> they go to ashley's house where travis Woo! live you know like travis gets a whole new fucking life now i'm gonna tell you this right now what i don't understand is ashley and travis aren't married 
So I don't understand why he's allowed to just suddenly live in our house, how other people have to like not live with family members. But anyway, he gets a new career, a whole ass business walking into and a relationship with, I mean, a, a woman that does a lot of yoga. And then walks into her house and like realizes he gets like a fucking palace. It's gorgeous, gorgeous, very nice house, all like white. I mean, it's like kind of Florida esque. I think it's in Florida. I don't know if it's in Florida, but like definitely obviously, yeah, because it's covered with the pool. Um, it's he just he lucked out. You know, we don't know if he's on parole or not. That's the thing I think we're missing because sometimes I feel like when these people get out for like twenty years or like a long time. Sometimes they're not on parole, depending on their crime, I suppose, or depending on like whatever, like sometimes people get out early. And if you get out early, you're on parole because like you haven't completed serving your time. Is my Wi-Fi wonky? A little bit. Okay. That sucks. As soon as I start talking, that's when it gets weird. Um, so anyways, um, yeah. It, it, so he walks into her home and to me, I was like, oh, can I, I mean, listen, I love my apartment and I'm very grateful and so happy. And it's not like I'm like being ungrateful, but I'm like, that's my next step. Walking into a house that's like bright and lots of natural lighting and white. And she's like, I spent so much money getting this house together for Travis. And I'm like, not for yourself. Why for Travis? Like why Travis is looks like he's used to like hand me down couches and crates. Like, I don't know that you needed to do all of this for Travis. So I'm going to need you to have gotten like some glassware for yourself, ma'am. Miss that ma dog, you know, it's, it's for you and the dog. This house is for you and that dog. And Travis is a lucky winner, you know, mm -hmm. lotto winner. So He's like, oh my God, it's so great in here, babe. And she's like, you'd like it? Yeah, I got this dining room set and I had to put all this together for you. Everyone's going to have that why? accent. Yeah, she does not yeah. sound like that at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you, did you, I don't know. You like, you, <laughs> I can't get out of it. You can't, you like it? Like, I'm so like happy that it's for you. And like, oh my God. Um, okay, I like that. So, yeah, that, that's it. Great. And so then they, he, he like goes out to her. Listen, her backyard is. I would be like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Listen, I love a covered pool. Could you imagine swimming in the rain? I can, where like it's raining all around you and you were just in a warm pool, just like moving through, doing your uh, aqua aerobics. You know what I'm saying? I love, I love her, the, her backyard setup. Um, they did have a quick moment where they talked about Martin and how Martin's watching Teddy and that um, it's really weird that... Not weird, but he's upset about it. And she's like, good, I want him to be mad about it. I would be mad too. So anyways, um, she, she, for some reason, thinks that I guess it's sexy or awesome to get a floaty that is a ring. And he's like, yeah, so yeah, she did say that she wanted to get married. Um, and I did propose to her. I did, I did. However, my mind and my pocket is not there yet and i was like oh you should tell her because she's wearing your like cracker jack box ring right now yeah and you're living in a whole fucking house about to give you a whole career and everything <laughs> and your your mind isn't there yet <laughs> okay cool <laughs> looks good no, i think that's gonna be good uh yeah then he's like is that my is that our bed babe she's like yeah that's her bed he like jumps in the bed his mind's not there uh should we move on did we have that moment? And I didn't see it. Did we have the moment in this one where she's in the hallway crying about having sex oh, with her best friend? Yes, that's the, yes, my love. Yes, she's crying. I forgot the thank you. She cries all the time. She has to drop it to half. I know they had such good sex that, like, in this hotel, which is after before she gets to the house. Yes, honey, she is just like 
I, I'm just so happy because I get to have a sleepover with my best friend that I fuck. I can't. I did it. Oh, I am so mad that YouTube didn't give me that. I'm so mad. Uh, oh, so annoying. Yeah, no. Anyway, thank you for reenacting that for us. Let's move on. My internet is being so weird, and I don't know why. There was literally nobody in here but me. Yeah, um, and my dropped out in the middle of me talking. I never had that happen. I was like, okay. So, <laughs> um, uh, we have a small, but we're gonna we're gonna we have a small and boring couple, Nathan and Skylar, and they're boring because we like haven't even seen Skylar yet. Skylar looks so different. Every one of her pictures, all we see is like Nathan's aunts. Various white, blonde, white is the whitest blonde ladies. And I don't, I, I able to tell them apart. One's trashier than the other. That's, I can help you. One's trashy. Yeah. Than the other. Wow. One's not trashy. So, one's not trashy. And one's trashy. What, here's what it is. This is my, this is my theory. This is what I've said. I believe that, um, you know, Nathan's father came, crossed the tracks. He, he like went to the other side of the tracks, got a, got a woman pregnant and like didn't help. And then went back to his side of the tracks and probably moved on with a whole other family. And Tara, who that's her brother, is like, you know what? I got to go over here and take care of my nephew because uh, either her brother is in prison or died or whatever, but he's not taking care of his of Nathan. And so Tina has had to watch Nathan basically deteriorate since his mother passed away. She's done everything she's can, she's can to <laughs> keep everything together. And now watching him get with Skylar, she can't handle it. So they're supposed to come to Granny's house to set Granny's house up for Skylar. So I don't know if Tyler has inherited Skylar? this home. I'm sorry. What's yeah. his name? Nathan? Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. Nathan has inherited this home, but it doesn't look like Granny lives there. Because they're like moving shit about. And I'm like, and it, this house is very, very is styled in a very particular manner. It's styled in a manner where I imagine there's like dolls everywhere. It's like doilies and cabinets and like pastel colors and I'm just and junk. Lots of lots of nonsense. So Tina and Tara are supposed to come over to the house and help him clear it out. But Tina can't handle it because she's like, I'm not going to help you do this shit. I have watched you go down and do all kinds of crazy stuff. And now you want to get with this woman who killed two of her ex-husbands, ex-boyfriends? Absolutely not. This is some bullshit. And Tara is like, we have to just let him make his mistakes and just be there and support him through it. And Tina's like, oh, I have let him make so many mistakes and I have been here so many times. So great. I'm glad because, you know, his mama died and his daddy wasn't, a, wasn't shit and his stepfather died too. So if you are, are like in this like lovey-dovey place where you were able to do so, all the power, best power to you, sis. Go on ahead and do it, but I can't do it. Tara's like, okay, okay, I'll yeah. Go in there yeah. And, um, I'll go in there and I'll I'll help Nathan. I'll help him. So she goes into the house and she helps Nathan. Nathan's like, gotta go. And I'm like, where are you going? But he's going to meet with her family to get her. And I'm like, Nathan, you were supposed to have this house fixed a week ago. You know she's gonna come in and complain about the 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 way this house looks because you were supposed to have this shit fixed a week ago. So. Um, uh, and I think that's what puts it in like Tina's messing it up because if it was two Tina, if it was a Tina and a Tara cleaning up that house, it would happen a lot faster than, than just a Tara by herself. So he goes and he meets with, um, Skylar's mother, who is, I mean, maybe two years older than me. Skylar's mother is the youngest looking mother I have ever seen on this show. But yeah. it's because she gets her, she gets facials. That is a, that is a woman who is on the other, she, Skylar's mother is from the same neighborhood as 
Nathan's father mm-hmm. and Tara. Yep, Skylar. Skylar's mom is like an like a like a waspy looking mm-hmm. upper middle upper either middle class or middle class woman. Yeah, she has hair that is freshly dyed. It's blonde. It's curled. She does not have a lot of Botox. She looks like she's been worrying a lot in her life. It looks like Skylar's put her through it. She looks tired. She looks. <clears throat> like a mom but a very beautiful woman you know like yeah. must have had her very very young and then the brother is there too mm-hmm. that brother has a nice voice it was deep i didn't expect that sound to come out of that person that body and i was like oh okay now skylar and uh sorry nathan and skylar's family like know each other like you know like they've been because nathan of course has been with skylar for a minute there's a little bit of a backstory which is just this okay so Skylar has been through it, right? And there's drugs involved and like that's one of the things. So, but one time she got um released from prison and was in a halfway house and the halfway house, if you will, had a curfew, right? And there was like some leniency where you could leave, of course, if you're by the curfew or whatever. So then at that time, Nathan and Skylar together, Nathan goes and picks up Skylar and they go to like a lake or something like that, like an outdoor area. And this is where the details get a little sketchy which is they fight and somehow they both just fuck up and don't know what time it is and they get her back and it's late past curfew and she gets put back in prison so yeah like Skylar's parents know that that's because he picked her up and so he I mean you know he's bad news also like what what kind of fight is that were you fighting with needles I mean what are you talking about also like it's listen I guess everything is it's hard, you know, it's hard when you're young and, and to make bad decisions. But yeah, if you know you have a 930 curfew or you go back to prison and you break it. Good, I guess. You're just not ready for you to be out yet. I guess yeah, that's they before. lost track of time. And we all know how I feel about time. So I don't understand it. Not one bit. I'm like, you, you made a choice or they were fucking. No, definitely, definitely fucking. <laughs> like, I'm saying it fast. I'm fucking, fucking, definitely fucking. No, fucking for sure. Uh, fucking for sure for hours. You know what I'm saying? Just four Just, hours. Maybe they fell asleep. And I could see that. They if you fell asleep, yeah. say you fell asleep. But don't say you lost track of time. Um, so like he it. then, the mother says that she was devastated and humiliated. And so now we know it's like a, a towny thing. Yes. We now know that the entire PTA knows about Skylar's drug abuse. Oh, the, um, and the, the country her boyfriends died. I mean, can yeah. you imagine that this this blonde lady like literally has like a mark of whatever cane on her? You know, yeah. like people always talk about her, like her <laughs> fucking crazy ass daughter, kill like two deaths. Like they, she must be walking around like the mall, and people must cower into corners. She must feel like what? <laughs> listen, her life assume it's mom's life. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's what that woman's life is in this small ass town. And the pain that Sumit has given Sumit's mom is the pain that Skylar has given Skylar. I mean, yeah. And the brother looks like he's been affected too. Yeah. Like the whole family's been affected by Skylar's like deviation from the path. And then they've got Nathan here and they're just like, it's you. It's your fault. It's you and your people, your ilk. And so um, then. He's he's like, listen, um, so I just wanted to ask your blessing. And they're like, oh, we, uh, we suppose there's a ring involved, I guess. He's like, yeah, I already bought a ring. And the brother's like, well, you have time. You have time to get our blessing. But right now, we need you all to be together sober and healthy for two years before we even consider this shit. 
Nathan is like a little puppy energy. So Nathan comes like, see guys, you're gonna love it because like I'm sober now, so I'm gonna like rub off on her. It's gonna be great. And they're like, we know you. And also like Skylar's gonna come out and do whatever the fuck Skylar wants. And it feels just from not even seeing Skylar yet that she is going to run circles around you. You're going, she's you are going to be around. She's gonna have you around her finger. So it's like that's never here nor there and of course the episode ends with the door opening to see skylar and like see you know her run out i actually don't know why that's supposed to be a big cliffhanger for us it's not i'm like i know she's gonna run out she's not gonna be like i mean unless i don't know something matt sharp and it's gonna she's gonna come out and she look i don't know unless it's a surprise and i love a surprise but like i don't didn't quite understand i feel like it's gonna be a boring like she's gonna come out and like be together i have no idea I mean, I know the mom was like slow walking and then running towards the car with her culottes and her wedge sandals. Yeah, they were they were like the platform. I know I haven't seen those mm-hmm. in a minute. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't get like that. I'm mm-hmm. surprised the woman's on camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She agreed to it, so it's really interesting. Um, all right, last couple that we are going to talk about today, our favorite couple, the the blueprint. This is how it all should be, Justine and Michael. So, yeah, uh, they wake up the next day in matching silk pajamas. We love it. Or satin pajamas. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. She feeds him pineapples in, in bed while she grinds on his groin. Great. And uh, they had really, really good sex. Of course. Then they get dressed. Also, yeah, of course they had good sex. Like, I feel <laughs> like I've been in bed with them. Like, I feel like I've, like, seen it. You know, I'm like, I can, like, I feel like I know what they're, I feel like it's so good for them. I'm so happy for them. Like, mm-hmm. and their matching McMatch game is bananas. Like, not to, like, cross talk again, but, like, Miona Jibri to a different degree, honey. Everything. So the next time we're going to see them, they're going to be in matching red sweatpants and sweatshirts. Sweat Sweatsuits are so, are so in, you know, like... They've been in for a while now. Um, they have their first little fight, though, once they leave the hotel. And uh, it's, it's oh, over yeah. him wanting to invite his friend Mocha to the gathering. And she's like, I don't feel that's appropriate for your friends to be here. Like, why do they have to be here? It's just for family only. And then we're, I'm starting to see something that's really annoying. I'm like, girl, I know you've been with him for the last three years. But until you have evidence that Mocha is some kind of negative influence on his life or got him locked up, you, you have to understand there's friends that are going to be there. Like I think about my friends from like years and years and years ago. And if I wanted my friends to come to any event and someone were to be like, yeah, that's their, you know, I'd be like, what? They are family. This friend is family. So I don't know why, why you're saying that they're not going to go, especially if the family actually knows him, which we find out later they do. They love him. They love him. <laughs> they love that man. Just like Mike does yeah mike gets to see his his kids and like listen mike is an endearing character every time he talks about and we talked about earlier in this episode something that he says when he when he sees his family which is how he had to act being in prison when he saw his family you know but he talks about yeah that about coming back to life about seeing his you know his kids that he hadn't seen and you know like have never held like you know like for longer and just like it's and Justine, it's I, I feels like they are such a king and queen couple that like I just want the best for them at any given time. Like this fake this fight feels a little bit fake to me, and I don't mind it because it makes me feel like there's not much for them to actually be angry about, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I, I love the way he embraced her child 
mm-hmm. when the girl that he hadn't seen yet. Then they're in the car and she starts the fight again with Mocha. And I'm like, girl, just let the kids, the kids are in the back awkwardly looking and like feeling weird because their mom is fighting with their, with Mike already. And I just, I'm like, it's not necessary. We don't need to fight about this. Then we get, then we have a little sound bite or a little segment where the producers ask some question to her where she has to basically say that like, yeah, I'm his wife and his mother's going to have to take a step back. And I'm thinking, why are we even have this conversation? It's not like Mike went into prison when he was 18 years old and his mother still feels like she needs to be there to support him. Mike had a whole empire, a whole family, a whole everything before. So it would be weird to me if all of a sudden the mother would would want to jump up and be in that man's business. He had a whole girlfriend for 12 and a half years who he had three children with. So it's like, why are we even talking about this as though like, you know, Justine's going to take the place of the mom. No, no, Justine's taking the place of the other wife. <laughs> yeah, Justine's like, I'm. there's a place for me, there's a place for his mom. My place, of course, is just right by him, where the wife is, and the mom is a different place. You know, like, but yeah, like, I don't know, what was the question the producer asked, like, Justine, explain where you are in the hierarchy of the importance between the following <laughs> yeah. characters, you and his mom. You know, it's just like, it's, yeah, it was awkward. They're all going to go and have, like, a big meeting in a park with, like, a covered, um, like, birthday park area, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, you really can't miss this these red sweatpants. I mean, I want to know what the line is. Like, they looked, like, very posh, looked brand new. I feel like they haven't been washed before, so, like, the inside of these sweatshirts and sweatpants are just that just the super fuzziest softest you know when it's like cashmere and the end they're just like oh my god i never want to wash you but you have to wash it and then just like lo and behold 10 washes later it's just piley pile scratchy scratch you're just like ugh. anyway so she does good so everyone comes it's kind of just like you know this cut this kid and he hugs that kid and then there's like this sister and his sister and you know and his sister like cries 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 the mom we know we've we've seen his family before of course from um, prior episode so it was just four and they just like cry 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 and yeah i mean it, it's a really wonderful moment it's a wonderful mo- moment between the families and we see his father and we see that there's michael jr but we're like aren't you michael jr so maybe he wasn't named with his middle name with his father so that was weird <laughs> but i'm glad we got to see the dad the dad everyone's crying because I, and this is where i really feel like michael was the breadwinner michael provided for his family and him to be gone was a huge devastating move for them and it makes me very sad that that in, in fact was the case and even the mother's like, oh, it's Michael. And she's like running up to him. And he's finally able to hug her in the manner that is necessary. Everyone's around him. We see his two kids that are not twins, but they're the same age. And they're like hugging him. And Justine is just stepping back and she's taking video of it as she should. Because she got that first moment, that first 12 hours, 24 hours, in fact. So I really thought it was lovely. And um, then the friend Mocha shows up and Justine rolls her eyes. And we're like, girl, why are you mad? Mm-hmm. You got no reason. No You're reason fine. to be mad. You're fine. Unless we unless we find out that, you know, Mocha was the reason he went to prison. But he's she's like, you don't know how to talk about business right now. You know, it's all about family right now. And you da, 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 da. And I'm like, girl, just go now. Chill. Just chill. Um, so that's the end of this episode, you guys. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this was a good episode so far. It's a good season, and I'm excited to talk about it. Um, 
yeah so uh we want you guys to follow us and oh here chris this is the one i was thinking telling you i forgot to tell you before so i'm telling you on camera uh in tiktok is just docu sweeties i was able to get docu sweeties so it's not docu sweeties one yay wow so many episodes to be saying the wrong wrong <laughs> all right so here we are if you want to follow us on if you want to follow us on instagram where i do the most of my work so i don't really know how anything else works besides instagram it's at docu sweeties but here's tiktok at docu sweeties as well and twitter which i swear to god is docu sweeties one yeah i actually did tweet last night while i was watching 90 day fiance which is another show that we cover hi 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 so the girls are doing the most for you um we are recording things or putting things up on podcasts and we we're doing this podcast i mean we're putting things up on social media we want you to follow us there if you don't mind of course the five stars would be great and then finally if you just want to be like the best absolute best fucking best i mean amazing how would you do it well how do you show us that you're you would go on to patreon.com slash docusweeties and you would join our patreon for ten dollars a month let me tell you what you get you get the immediate immediate things that we record let me tell you we have already recorded all three episodes of killer sally which is a netflix docuseries and our patreon has had it for days now the regular folk they haven't had it yet we're gonna be doing harry and megan patreon will get it immediately those of you not on Patreon, ah, you haven't gotten it. And so we also do a Monday, a first Monday of the month live, which we're going to do in an hour and you're not going to get it. So if you would like to get all that amazing content for us and maybe some more stuff that we decide later on, once we get more patrons, listen, join us at patreon.com slash docusweeties. Join the party, join the fun. Okay. We love you. Talk to our patrons. They love it. Yep. So join that $10 a month. Do it. We love you guys. Happy New Year again. And we'll talk to you later, okay? Bye. Bye.